Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Life and Relationship Realities podcast with Onome. And the voice you're listening to is no other person but your one and only host, Onome Omachola. Thank you guys for always listening to me. I'm super excited to be here again today. And today is going to be a very special edition because with me in the house, the very beautiful a sister, a friend, a woman of God, someone I'm super pleased to have on the show today. And uh, she will be enlightening us on a profound topic that that is um, positioning yourself for the right partner. And I'm so excited that she's the one taking this topic because, you know, our story, our life is a testimony. Even a marriage is something that, you know, I pray to God for. Because I pray to God, you know, I thank God for, for our behalf because it's, it's been amazing. You know, I know as a friend, close friends, and it's just been glorious saying that God can really guide his own daughter to choosing rights and then leading us in the area of you know selecting the right partner so the voice you'll be listening to next is the voice of amazing guest and guys <laughs> you guys are in for an awesome ride because this is going to be very amazing so i want you to follow closely and i want you to pay attention as we'll be having this session together so that you can learn from this session so Ah, our guest will be introducing herself now. So, Mrs. Anna Amuso. I think I should just say her name first before she comes into play. Give us the whole introduction. Want to know about her? But yes, she is Reverend Mrs. Anna Amuso. And uh, yes, Mrs. Anna, how are you here? And uh, can you please introduce yourself to our guest? Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. My name is Hannah Amuso. Mm, so what do you do okay i should say everything all right that's fine my name is hannah amazon i'm a tutor i'm a teacher i also co-own um a startup for kids what we do basically is we are a life coach life coaching mentorship for kids so we basically replicate everything in the adult world for kids and um, we seek to develop young children into only functional adults so i juggle so many things together i'm a teacher an entrepreneur a book writer an, an author i'm currently working on another book for kids um everything centered everything around my life is centered around faith education mind shift and growth so if i'm doing anything it's usually centered around that i'm married to reverend elijah Amuson, and we co-lead cornerstone christian center and nasara kefi a vibrant youth church growing and spreading the gospel as Amazing. far as God is is helping us. Yes, I think uh, that's all about me for now. Thank you so much. That is super amazing. Uh, you know, I'm so privileged to be associated with you. I'm just grateful to what God is doing in your life. And mm-hmm. I'm so that um you know every day you grow better in the knowledge of what you've been called to be and it's so amazing to see and yes this is a multi-visionary woman this is a multi-influential woman and i celebrate grace <laughs> Amen. So, so that's about positioning yourself for the right partner so can you briefly tell us uh, give us a brief story about your relationship 
uh, stroke marriage life, what you would like to share uh, with us. We just want to have a glimpse of, you know, your relationship journey. Okay. Uh, do you mean before I got married or after I got married? Yes. The, the transition, your journey as a single to like finding the right partner, you know, just give us a brief story of all right thank you so much first of all um let me say thank you for bringing me on board it's such a privilege to be here and i do not take it for granted actually i mean there could there are 1001 persons you could have called on here right but you deem the fit to call me up here and i'm super grateful to share my story Right for me, um, I would not say I was in the process of selection for my own partner. I was not even involved in the selection. God was the basic selector, if there's anything like that. And that's because um, up until 2022, we're single and in, in, a, in a period of waiting right now waiting not in the sense that i was just waiting and doing nothing right but i was actively waiting now actively waiting in the sense that period i was not passive yeah so i would explain what i truly mean before now i've been in a relationship where i was even proposed to publicly and already planning marriage and something 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 happened just ended <laughs> right it just ended and um at that point i knew i knew that god was really involved in my life i mean if i was already almost on the way to the altar and god literally had to put an end to that i knew that you know it was a painful experience but for someone like me and with the help of God, I like to see things from the lenses of God, right? I knew that if God had to end that relationship in such a way that it did and how it did, it means that there was something bigger and better for me. I mean, it wouldn't put me to shame. It wouldn't, you know, come this far to leave me, right? It was a painful experience, you know, but... Thank God for a church, thank God for GLT, thank God for friends, thank God for good people around me. So I was able to quickly shift that season of my life and see it from a better lens, from a better perspective, from a better view. And I knew that God was in it for me. So it was a space of two years of waiting. And then in those two years, I tell you, I found God. I won't lie to you. You know, and all of this started in year 2020. You know, so you know that lock that lockdown period, that six months was a defining moment for me. It was it, it had to be one of the best moments of my life till date. It was so defining. I found God, found purpose, found it was not like as if I'd not known purpose. It just I just like had like a deeper sense of purpose, found God, found everything, you know. And then I told God that God, as it is, I'm not going to be focused on looking for any man or selecting any man. I'm just going to be focused on you. When it's time, distract me from myself and tell me that it's time for me to get married. 
All right. And you know, sometimes age, my age too was, you know, knocking at the door. I'm the only child of my mom, you know, pressure here and there. <laughs> Everybody wanting, you know, they're like, oh, the good Hannah, the great Hannah. Gosh, just perfect this part of her life that is okay. I mean, she's academics are going, her business is going, finance is going, everything is going. She's a good girl. But this particular aspect of her life, gosh, you're perfect. You know how African. How <laughs> the African um are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. So you know how the African yep. yeah, you know how the African people can, you know, be. Well I noticed one thing during this process is the place of instructions from God and the place of standing with what God says and not with what men said. Before I met one my husband, there was a particular guy and um, I was this close to saying yes to the guy because everything that everything that God had told me about my husband, it fits into everything except one. Except one. Oh. I was this close, like okay. this close to saying yes to him. But, you know, there is a place of spiritual sensitivity too when you just know that this looks like it but it's not just it right and whatever yeah, yeah whatever I um, God told me about my husband I God had told me everything in 2020 year 2020 and I didn't meet my husband until year 2022 right everything God had told me about the man I was going to be with. I didn't know him physically, but, you know, the very evident things that I would see, the very evident things that I would see, I was going to, I was going to, you know, be able to know that, okay, this is the person. And then this guy came to me, I like you, you know, it was so close. But, you know, there was just a void somewhere that's, in fact, I knew that I was going to get married to a pastor. I knew it. And it was, it was, it, 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 that one, I actually struggled with that one with God. And God was like, you keep delaying yourself until you accept it. <laughs> that you are going to be, you know, I got to a point that, okay, God, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm fine. I'm good with it. And this guy was already in a theology school planning to be a pastor. Right? So he had oh, like everything. But- yeah. But just so there's just one thing that you know wasn't just working like and I couldn't pick it literally that this is it. I just did not have, you know, that full complete release to go ahead. And then I was going doing my thing with God and everything. And then in sometimes in 2021, God place it upon my heart to release a book honestly i did not want to release that book because i'm like what do people want to know about me i had no idea but it was so impressed upon my heart and it felt like if i did not release that book god would literally knock me in my head i told me that why did you release the book i told you to and so i said okay i was gonna write the book 
and I was going to release it on my birthday. That's 1st of August, my birthday. And then that was in 2020. Even on the day of my birthday, it was so difficult. Like, imposter syndrome came upon me and was like, can you do this? You're not not enough. (laughs) Can you do this? But then I'd already already told the world that I've released a book, so I couldn't go back again, right? I couldn't. I couldn't go back and say, I'm not releasing the book again. <laughs> so I released the book eventually and I felt so much peace with it. And you know, that book was free of charge and it hit almost 800 downloads within the first month of wow. the, uh, publishing. And I'm like, God, is this what I would have had back? Because of that book, a lot of people wrote into my DM. Thank you, Anna, for writing. They were short things that I, I always know, but I didn't see it as useful. You know, the book touched a lot of people. And then I forgotten that reading the book. And sometimes, sometimes in January 2010, so someone walks up, someone reaches out to me and says, Hi, I read your book and um I like that you come and speak to my leaders virtually in church and i'm like oh wow great the book i released for free thank god i can now start making money from my book because i got an instruction expressively not to sell you know i got that instruction not to sell i was in church that day when i got the concept of the book the title of the book the color of the book the whole design of the book i was in church in the service that day you know when i got the whole idea so i followed according to instructions and then the person that got the book is now my husband (laughs) and then when he got the book in fact when he reached out to me i'm like "Mm." I was like, ah, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. He was so professional. And, you know, I was professional. So apparently he had read my book and he read my book once and he got the conviction immediately that the person reading this book is your wife. Well, he didn't tell me outrightly at first. But the rest they say is history. So... I said all that story to say that I was not in the process of selection at all. If I were to be in the process of selection, I probably would not be married to because I'll have run, first of all, because it's a Jew, not just the regular pastor. <laughs> it's like the owner of a church, right? I would have run, first of all. But I'm glad, um, you know, beyond every reasonable doubt, I know I am in the center of destiny. You know, I'm not confused. I've been confused before. You know, I I know what confusion is and I know what confusion is not. And I know that being in the center of God's will and allowing God to select for you is going to take out confusion. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is, this is very, this is very interesting, but not just interesting. It's full of lessons, profound lessons. You know, why sharing your stories, uh, your story? I purposefully actually asked you to share your story with us because I know that while sharing the stories, there are some lessons that we are going to learn. And, you know, it's more realistic that these lessons are, um, you know, are something that we can relate with because there is someone here to share them with us, you know, in accordance with our life, to share them with us using our life as, you know, as a proof 
or an evidence that this thing works so that was why i asked you to share your story with us and trust me from sharing the stories you've made mention of quite a number of important points that we need to pay attention to while positioning ourselves for the right partner the first thing you said was that you're not in the process of selection you were just mm-hmm. ready for god to like make the right choice and then i once one thing you actually started with that was it for me was that see you you hear god clearly as you get every instruction you make as far as your relationship is concerned and it's so beautiful that or it's so funny that a lot of people nowadays don't want to hear god we just have a lot of reasons why we feel we should choose our partner you know it all is it dark is he you know <laughs> does he have money is he a man of god right like is he is he, does, <laughs> is he a believer and tell writing of the place of god we are not saying okay what is god saying about it and the moment we feel like all the list we've written out on our own not like the list that god gave us on our mm-hmm. own the moment we feel like you know the, this guy perfectly fitting let, let me just and it's just <laughs> funny that see there are some people that god is not ready for life if you like they play god will still come back for you you know and it, it was just funny how he said there was a relationship that was marriage it, it ended mm-hmm. you know that is that is not a, a, a very sober experience because i believe it was not easy when it when it happened i can't mm-hmm. even try to really because right now i'm just in that phase so you know i've been proposed to now i'm planning marriage so i can't even bring my myself down to like think about it but you know the place of submission actually starts with you aligning with whatever god is ready to do with your life and totally trusting him that god see whatever it is you want to do with my life i trust you that you mm-hmm. cannot mismanage my life if yeah. you do this break, breaking this relationship you have a better plan for me and you said it so you know you've come to that place of total reliance on god total trust on god and you're like god whatever it is you want to do with my life i'm ready to the extent that mm-hmm. you're not even a, you, you were not in support of the father that the person you want to marry is a pastor but mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to just have to let go of your personal like a full deal is or whatever it is you <laughs> and you just you just you just have to embrace what god has in store and you, you was even thinking maybe you were probably thinking that it's good maybe going to be like an assistant pastor or you know just like you a pastor know, not know he's a deal <laughs> I love it. God is just so beautiful. But at the end of it all is is you saying something beautiful that I love so much that you know beyond every reasonable doubt that you are the center of God's will. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, marriage is not something that you might people might be deceiving you, but when you enter it, you can't deceive yourself because mm-hmm. something we just see a lot of things. I'm not feeling this marriage. So if someone, people that have actually been in marriage for years, when they want to come out, even talk about the father enjoying their marriage. One thing that normally stands out for me and I look out for is the father. See, is this person still continuing, you know, is this person still at the center of God's will for her life? Is she is, is she actually, you know, uh, continue to be vibrant in the things of God? Or after she got married, everything about her just died. We no longer hear about her. You know, there are some people like that, that they were so vibrant, serving the Lord, you know, fulfilling purpose before they got married. And after they got married, they, they are practically like nowhere to be found. It was like their voice was a kid, you know, a lot of things. But mm. the story was actually 
very very um very enlightening and thank you so much for sharing your story with us and i just i i was able to like what i just did was that i tried to like pick out pick out some story some lessons from what you said like being at the center of god's will listening mm-hmm. to god hearing god trusting god and another thing is that uh surrendering totally to god let him direct you and lead you and then there's while waiting so you are not just waiting passively like mm-hmm. you said actively waiting because at that point you were just totally lost in god you were just yeah, serving him so it took god to distract me from myself and tell me yeah that, okay, madam it's time oh god i love <laughs> it was <laughs> on saving god you know fulfilling your purpose and just while you were doing that god felt like it is time you know it is time and then god brought your man to you just the way he brought eve to adam it's mm. so profound and distance wasn't so a barrier like... distance wasn't a barrier sorry to cut you short because we're far apart it was far here up north and i was far there down south never seen him before never met him before never heard of him before but distance wasn't a barrier barrier see god is just so good <laughs> like god is so good if it takes him to bring your partner from abroad too it doesn't even cost him anything and i just so love because a lot of people are actually in their waiting period and i know that you know your your story is going to be a lot encouragement to a lot of people out there but adventure you know people that has been waiting for a very long time maybe they were never in a relationship or people that you know god literally instructs them to end the relationship they're in because that is not the right person and then they're hoping on god god oh, society is not smiling at me my family members are not taking things lightly with me age is not even on my side it's like you guys are <laughs> god you're not even talking i believe you can hear from a story how there were pressures, uh, pressures here and uh, pressures here and there, and it's so beautiful that see, even though you've heard God, that is why it's important that you must hear God and you must continue to behold that which God has told you, so that you won't forget. Because there, there's going to be a lot of voices everywhere. People will be saying there. A lot of people will be talk- mm-hmm. talking. Society will be talking. Social media will be talking. But what has God said? And that is very important because it is the word of God that keeps you moving when things are tough, you know, and I love it so much. Because you literally said that to yourself. You said that um, a lot of people are actually saying a lot of things, but you knew what God told you. You can imagine mm. that you even met every other thing except one. Except one. You and know, you know, it just, didn't, it just didn't click. You know, it was it, there was no clicking, palm like that. There was no clicking, and I must also say that when I met my husband, everything clicked, yeah. but I still had fears. So peace is usually mm. not enough. Why? Wow. I had peace with the other guy, but it didn't click. Like it didn't mm. settle. But my own husband, everything clicked, everything settled. But I still had fears, and I realized that those fears were not legit fears of uh, if you're having fears that means it's not the one they were fears of fears coming from the devil that are you sure you can do this are you sure this is the man are you sure you're not going to make a mistake are you sure this are you sure so at that point I had to hold on to the word that I heard mm. that peace is not enough yes peace is okay wow. but it's not enough i had to hold on to what god has told me prior and i feel i felt like if god didn't speak to me 
maybe a year or two years earlier about this person I was going to be with. I was going to say no to him, honestly. I was going to be there because I, he, 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 God knew that I needed a deep conviction to be with him. Wow. <laughs> Do you understand? God knew I needed a deep conviction to be with him. So I had to hold because he was a good man. My husband is amazing. I mean, he's, he's a good man. But I just had one unnecessary fear like, hey, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And you know, it was a quick work that the Lord did for us. Immediately, he met my parent. My daddy liked him immediately. My daddy that does not like anything pastor. My parents loved him immediately. His parents loved him. It was a quick work. It was back, back, back. At a point, I was so scared that God, what is really going on? And God said, whatever I would do with you, you would not be able to explain it to people because you yourself, you don't understand. So please, who will I explain to that I met my husband over a book? <laughs> no, never met, never seen, never heard of before. And the first day we met is the first day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is just is is just what it is, right? It's just what it is. And I would also encourage that there's a place of instructions. A lot of us have been given instructions that we are stalling on, and we don't know that the instructions that we are stalling on is the trigger for which God wants to shoot you. So imagine if I had not written the book. I probably would have met him, but I probably would have delayed myself. It would have yeah. taken a longer time. I would have met him eventually, but maybe three years, four years, five years, because I didn't follow the instruction that God you know, wanted me to follow. So, excuse me. <laughs> you are delaying the man of God. Mm-hmm. Because right. he was delaying him too. He was, you know, and he had so many options, so many options, but they just did not sit well with him. You know, he's a public figure he's over there, you know. Many options. Oh. I can't talk more than that. <laughs> so, but he just knew that he, he used to tell me, and he always told me that when my heart finds the one I want, I will know. When I see what I'm looking for, I will know. And he said immediately, he told me, he knew that, yes, this is it. But me, I was still, <laughs> I was still saying, hey, fear of my God. <laughs> so, thank God. Thank you so much for adding that. And this is the table you just broke. <laughs> like, checking, like you broke it. Because, lots of people used to say that, I, I just have peace, you know. Mm-hmm. Help peace. Peace is not enough. <laughs> and I feel that so what what if you know is the man, but you have fears, just like mm-hmm. she said. If you have fears, and these fears are not like fears of God is not the one talking to you, but the devil try to like let you mm-hmm. not stay like God is because fears actually fears are not I don't think like fears are from God. Mm-hmm. I don't think God when you, when you start to have fears that's actually contradictory to what God has in store for you, then it's from the devil. So mm-hmm. sometimes to having fears as regards that partner, not because it's not the one, right? but the devil is trying to like sabotage you. He's trying to like blow your view from, from seeing that person that God for you. And this is so, so profound. And the place of instruction. I mean, I'm so glad I wrote that book. I'm so mm-hmm. glad. Yeah, I wrote it And trust me, that book was life-changing that book is so powerful and you know 
coupled with the fact that let, let's even talk about the numerous lost lives that has been blessed as mm-hmm. as virtue of you writing that book now let's talk about the fact that you not even met your partner through mm-hmm. that book hey god mm-hmm. you know, so amazing so amazing so maybe there is someone here that god has actually given you instruction to do this or do that but you're scared you know feeling like okay i can't do this i'm not enough you heard what she said that she actually had fears like oh am i enough can i write this and then you know you spoke about accountability that was so profound that you you actually put it out there that you are going to write a book asked me that see how do you show up when you don't feel like it how, how do you because when god gives vision actually there's this energy that comes with your vision it's, it's like a twin of that vision the energy that comes with it that hey i want to do this vision god gave me this vision you see that moment that you have that energy put some accountability structure in place so that when you are trying to like withdraw back from that assignment you know this accountability structure can like come back at you and hold you accountable to doing it so what if you've not actually puts it out there that i want to write a book maybe you would have been you know swallowed by all the fears around all the you know this i'm not enough feeling and all and then you, you just not write the book so i'm just trying to tell someone that this is a matter of life and destiny and you don't want to joke with it you don't know if you are the one delaying your husband like now because you are you understand a lot of people are actually waiting and at the end of the day realize that with you are the one delaying yourself seriously because see you know didica was saying something that see, god in in his book i am married he, he, she said something that a lot of people actually delay their marital manifestation not because god does not want you to marry early god is not actually god is not interested in you being 40 years before you can but god, god isn't like god is not by anything the bible says 1000 years is like a day to him so god is not in a hurry so if it takes 30 realize that see what we have me to then god is waiting for exactly and that book is so good i also have that book i got it i have it currently you know it was one of the books that helped me so during my period yes so this is like so you can get it married by ddk i that book is one of my go to when i like want to like you know be, get some some clarity maybe i want to like coach people even about my relationship because yes you need this assurance god has spoken to you but there are some things you face challenges and i would like to take this in i like to put it i would like to put this in briefly about my relationship you know i because i know that i have a call to you know the the family uh the mountain of family I, you know, and I know that my relationship, I must get it right in my marriage, because if I don't, that is, it's going to put an, an end to my purpose as far as being, uh, you know, the voice of God in the mountain of family is concerned. So my marriage for me is a lot. So when I met my partner, I needed strong conviction, just like you said. And when I met him too, I was not actually searching. I was not even ready to be sincere. Yeah, I was in school. I was in my part two. I was I was a workout like I was a book bookaholic. If there is a word like I love mm-hmm. I love I just want to graduate to the first class. So I, I don't have time for anybody. Now it was mm-hmm. what it is. So and then we became friends. And then he asked me out. I started praying. I saw some things. I said, okay, God, this is what you've told me about this man. And it actually aligned with what I've received about my partner. But I still have my fears too. You know, mm-hmm. this man does 
the now. But what is the assurance that, see, this is him and in the next years it's going to look like it. And God told me, God, you know, I practically sat down with God. He gave me scripture. I saw vision a lot. I said, still, I'm not convinced. Let me go to my mentors. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I went to my mentors. I went to my best friend, they prayed, they confirmed. Funniest thing is that even my mentors and my friends, they were already telling me that they can sense it strongly within them that this is the person. Why are you delaying this man? I said, see, I know we are and I know what I want. I just have to get it right. So it's, it's and I'm not doing a relationship to come and say I'm not doing anymore. I'm not I'm not here to joke. So if I'm starting, I'm starting leading to marriage. So let me just it's better I end it before it starts than you know, we just bring realizing that it's the will of God. And we started out. And our way I'm going to is that even while we are at it, there are a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. The devil part my relationship. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I was like, okay, do I still really want to be a relationship counselor? Like do I still really want to because it was like devil telling me you you want to be a, you want to be counseling people be shame. It, it is when your relationship works, that is when you go out, come and tell people that so I had challenges. I faced battles even in my relationship that we had this about you know god's willing i'm still coming i'll come and share it maybe maybe after marriage mm-hmm. <laughs> god's willing Amen. Our wedding marriage you know and we had this it was the fight was heavy it was the most in fact we've never had fight like that before it was very i said i'm not doing he said he's not doing you know we're like this mm-hmm. is, it was a bad zoo and then i already mm-hmm. made up who were coming me down my parents were coming me down even though I was at fault, like, <laughs> mm-hmm, like we're always at fault. <laughs> I'm not doing. I was not patient. I was ready to let go. But when I go back to God during the whole issue, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to block him and all. And I went back with God. God was just looking at me. God was like, you're not going anywhere. So if you like, go here, go here, run away, come back. That is the person I've. And then, you know, someone came to me. The person was actually expecting me to, like, say, I'm not doing anymore. And said, I don't know what is God saying to you. I said, seriously, I was expecting God to tell me that, okay, do this, don't do it, go back, don't, don't, don't do this relationship anymore. But I just have this strong peace within me. God is just reassuring me that this is it and you have to fight for it. I didn't know what happened, you know, but we came back together and we start, you know, we, we started to work on our relationship better, try to, like, mm-hmm. what happened? What you know, the things that actually led to the fight, we tried to sort it out, we gave ourselves to mentorship. Mm-hmm. And it was later God was telling me that the devil purposefully came at my relationship because it's actually immediately after my introduction, Anna. Immediately mm. introduction. My introduction was on Saturday. We had the fight on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Like back from my family, family's house on Saturday, on Sunday after the introduction and all. And on Tuesday we had this fight. Like what, what could have what could have caused it? It's not reasonable. What led to the fight is not reasonable. Anybody that heard it will be like, Are you serious? Like, are, are you telling me that this was not actually led to the fight? It, it doesn't make any sense logically. And the fight happened, it was it was so bad. Immediately after my introduction. And you know, God was telling me that you 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 did something. So you thought that was actually went ahead to like introduce this man and you are planning to get married the devil does not want you to get married that's the truth not even with this person because you know there is a lot of prophecy that has actually gone ahead of we coming together settling down of our marriage you know mm-hmm. that now i'm even looking 
marriage and what the marriage has in store for us. But mm. I'm just saying this to say that see, journeys are different, right? But mm. what brings our journey givers is God. Is God. Is God. What is God telling you? What is God telling you about your partner? What are you hearing about your partner? You are in your waiting period. Now that you're in your waiting period, what have you received about your partner? Or you are waiting for the man to just come. That him. That is when you start receiving. You should receive words, you know. And that is what she said. That even t- 2020 was when God told you about your partner, and you met him two years later. So it was mm. not like you were waiting to meet and receiving uh, words for about him. But you met mm. him three two years. God has told you, you know, things mm. that you are or the things that you must see in your partner before you say yes. Yeah, and so it was easy for me to identify him. I wasn't confused a lot about, you know, because I'd seen it. So it was just like prophecy fulfilled right before me. Even the way we met, I'd seen it. God, God, this is so beautiful. <laughs> this is really, really beautiful. I mean, I just love so much that this thing is not actually, it's not, it's not mirage. People, people feel like these things are not possible. It's possible. Really? <laughs> so like, are you serious? Who does that? I'll, I'll meet your husband through a book. <laughs> so, so, you know, a lot of things, but it's just so beautiful that, yes, you know, you're living testimony to tell to us that this thing works. If you can work with God, it's going mm-hmm. to direct your life. People might not be able to reason it logically <laughs> because yeah our life is not even meant to be trashed out or to be to be cutting logic uh, logically we are spiritual being so there should be something that should be miraculous about us people should not be able to be able to fathom everything about you logically i mean and it's so profound and i love it thank you so much for sharing with us thank so you. i think I think your story has actually covered quite a number of things about the topic we want to discuss. But yes, I would like to hear from you again. As regards to the topic, peradventure, you have other points that you prepared, you know, to share with us on the show today about finding yourself for the right partner. You know, we like to hear from you. Honestly, when you gave me the topic, I tried to, you know, rack my head and put down my pen to and just, you know, rack my head around thinking about something and you know the only thing that came to my mind was I was not in the process of selection so I didn't I don't know how to say that this is the A to Z of it or this is the one to three do you you understand what I'm saying I don't know how to say this is the one to three of it or this is the A to Z of it all I know is that our default setting as Christians and people who believe in God and love God is that we cannot miss it. That is our default setting. Except yeah. you want to, you know, want to intentionally disobey God or you want to show strong head or you want your coconut head to come in between the way. But if you're following God and you're strictly abiding by what he says, you know, following him and strictly abiding by what he says it's your default setting is is just you must get it right because there's no god does not god is not happy that you are missing it you know god is not happy that you know you want to 
you 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 are missing it in marriage because ideally marriage is one of the ways that he wants to propagate the the goodness of god um the he wants to propagate the gospel you know two people coming together and holding forth the holding forth and preaching the gospel i mean that's that's it for god so you now saying that and you know that was one of the things that god told me i remember when i was having fears about my marriage and you know when the fears was coming and my mentor at that point that was overseeing our relationship was saying that does it take you time to hear god i said no he said email asked me said how long have you been praying for your marriage i said maybe since when i was 13 or 14 years old and was like so you think that you're how old are you now i said i was i think i was around 26 or 27 then yeah 27 27 or 20 i can't remember i think i was 27 and was like so you mean that for over 13 years you have been praying to god and you think that at the point of selection god will disappoint you no god is not like that if you have been praying that long sometimes you don't even need to pray that long for god to even answer your prayers so if you have been praying so long and then you now think that at the point of marriage you miss it that no no you won't miss it that this fear is from the devil all right so I said all this to say that I was not in the process of selection. All I knew that, all I knew that worked for me was I I completely lost myself in God because I was already too tired of, you know, is it the one? It's not the one. You meet a guy today. Is it the one? It's not the one. You meet a guy. I, I was already exhausted with all of those things, right? And I told her that God, at this point, I just want to follow you. And when it's time for you to bring this person I was just, you know, I was just following. And, you know, I had mindsets of the type of guy I wanted. And, you know, that scripture that says that pulling down strongholds and everything that wants to exalt itself above the knowledge of God, you know, pulling it down, those things are mindset and strongholds that hold you back. All right. I wanted a tall, dark husband, tall husband. But as it is, I will not trade my husband for anything taller than what he is. <laughs> because I I always tell him that it's only you I could have married, honestly speaking. Because you know he is just the perfect fit for me. And you know every day in marriage I realize that this is where God wanted me to be with this man. So my mentalities, my ideas, my concepts, and things I wanted, God pulled everything down and gave me His own. So I started to pray that prayer that God, I accept what you want for me. I accept what you want for me. I accept what you want for me. I prayed it so much that that I, I told God that whatever you want is what I want. I'm not going to go with what I want. And when he came, it was just everything. And at the time he came, I didn't even know who he was. I had no idea the caliber of person he was. So I was still using him to do shakara. <laughs> It is. It keeps teasing me to date that me. I was using him to do shakara because I, it took a very long time before I gave him a positive answer, and that was because I just you know even and you see, imagine that I had not even gotten convictions. I'd have probably taken more long time. All right, so it was just God dealing with me in my own special way, and you know it's also a way of 
others finding how God deals with you in, in your own special way, following the instructions of God, simply following Abba. That's just it. Simply following Abba because, you know, these things, there are no rules to these things. There's no stone that has been set in cast about these things, all right? There are no hard rules. There's no ABC to it. There's no one, two, three to it. It's you just knowing how God speaks to you. My, my, my relationship, marriage, everything was under one year right and then it was yes it was a quick walk and you know about it right everything was under one year and imagine i've been in relationship with someone that proposed to me two years we had not proposed by the time he proposed it was just a waste of time so i believe that when god is ready for you and when you're ready for god it won't be too long so the it won't it won't take too too long right you are ready is ready you are two people you know fixed in couples it becomes easy for you to fulfill purpose and that was one of the things i was looking out for i told god you know that i want someone that is already grounded in purpose and is ready to drag me i was tired of teaching men i was tired of being a tutor to me i'm a teacher naturally but i'm tired of teaching men right i want to be taught too i want to be led too <laughs> All right and um <laughs> so i'm i'm really i'm re- really glad and i would encourage everyone every sister every person waiting out there everyone waiting actively waiting right focus on god leave marriage or alone marriage or no marriage you will fulfill purpose and will fulfill destiny but you know there is marriage brings a multiplier effect that we must be sincere about right and the most important thing is getting it right you know and have it at the back of your mind that your default setting is to get it right as long as you're in god as long as you're following the instructions of god as long as you're constantly in line with god your default setting you know that is one thing i held on to that i cannot miss it in my if god could break that proposal that i was always almost on my way to the altar then it is what it is i cannot miss it all right i cannot miss it. and I'm, it's not like we don't even have our own challenges in marriage i mean the first few months of our marriage <laughs> we we're just trying to align and everything but you know one thing that, that has helped us is that we knew that this is the will of god and my husband is a very mature man communication is the most important thing in this in this our marriage we come we say everything everything every single thing we hide nothing there's no silent treatment or we say it as it is right yeah. and um and it has it has really been i mean i'll be our marriage will almost be one year now and to me it still feels like we've been married for one week because we play the fact that he is even a pastor is not that right is not you know a lot of people will think that oh maybe in our home um a pastor if I, once my husband gets home like this he's now my husband he's now my person he's now my friend but once he's outside and he's in church he's my pastor he's my head is the is my priest all right yes and yes so he he is able to play that role you know, fantastic, fantastically. Yeah, sometimes at home, I just look at him and I say, "And you're a pastor, this man." He <laughs> say, "Oh, Galimbe, you know, we just, we just really, you know, understand ourselves, communication, and everything." So I don't know what more to say again than to tell us that I wasn't involved in the process of selection. God was. 
I just followed instructions yeah. by the grace of God. I was just sold out to God. That was that's the basic thing. I was just sold out, you know. And even my parents, like at a point, my daddy had to be asking me that, like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" Because I wasn't bringing anybody home. I'd never brought a man home. Even up until 26, 27, I'd never brought anybody home. But the day I brought him home, my daddy knew there and then that's Do you understand? Right? And everything has been fine. So, single sisters out there, I would really encourage you. I don't know anything about marriage. I'm still very new. I do. I know nothing about marriage. I'm still learning. But if I'm to talk and if I'm to explain anything, I'll stay focused yeah. on you. Stay focused on God. Follow the instructions that God gives you. No matter how foolish they are, just follow. And forget all those... Forget pressure. Pressures are hard, Onome. No, pressures are hard. You know, I have cousins that have gotten married. I have children that are four years old, right? Pressure. In fact, in church, someone came to me and told me that you're already overdue for marriage. In church, in my home church. Several pressures. There are times that I wouldn't even want to come home because by the time I enter the church, everybody back and forth. When are you married? When are you getting married? When are you married? It got to a point I had to start telling them I'm single. I'm not. I'm not diseased. Not single. I'm single. I no keep person. What is it with this pressure on marriage and everything? Because it was so much. It was. It was so much. But I don't know the type of strength God gave me. I closed my ears to everything. In fact, the the last relationship that broke and you know proposal and everything happened in the church, but I never showed it on my face. I never showed it on my face. It happened directly in the church. A lot of people wanted to start setting pity party for me. I did not allow it. Not one person could walk up to me to ask me what happened because I, I you can't. Why will you ask me? I'm not ready to talk. I'm not ready to open up closed wounds. Right. And it was just God that helped me during that period. I won't lie. It was not any of my power. It was of it was God that helped me for that. And truly grateful to God. So that's what I would just advise, you know. That's what I would advise. I don't know if there's any more thing you want me to say. <laughs> and you you practically I feel you said a lot. And, you know, it's just so beautiful. And the highlight of this, you know, the highlight of this session for me personally is that my default setting is to... My default setting is for me not to miss it as far as my marriage. Yeah. God will not mismanage your life. He will never, never. If that's one thing I've learned, he will never mismanage your life. Never. You know, it it could look like it's you know when everything around you is not is not um, working well, but the assurance is that God did my back. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much. You know, thank you so so much. This has been so much. Ah, uh, this has been so much of holy spirit fire. This has been so much revelation, and I will not imply. <laughs> And you know one thing, Onome, you know one thing, I'd always wanted to be married to someone that is my pastor and is my, right from when I was, you know, but when you now got to the point of saying yes to a pastor, I was now running away. (laughs) (laughs) 
What is it? Can you imagine the irony? I'd always wanted that one person in all, right? But it now got to the point to make the decision. It was now so it was just like everything was just working together according to the you know the plans and purpose of God, even the desires of my own heart. So in the end of the day, if you are afraid that uh, God might not give you, God might give you what you don't like, it's a lie. You will love the will of God. It's a lie. It's just the devil telling you a lie. The will of God will be attractive and will be lovely to you. Yes. Because you face the desires in your heart. So it's still our God is still God that grants mm-hmm. the desire of our heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, what else to say? <laughs> what else? What else should I say? This is so beautiful. I, I just love it. So if for adventure you have your desires and things you want to, you, you know you want from God, you know, we should not hold it back. You know, lots of people see God as someone that you can't even talk to. That figure of I don't know, maybe where because me. Where I was coming from, they made me see God as someone, a terrific God. You know, God that is just up, up there and me, I can't even go to him. You know, there's an instant to which I can let him know what I want. I just have to believe everything dogmatically, you know, mm-hmm. and it me a lot of work to like, you know, repositioning my mind to embrace the Father. See, I can always talk, always talk to God about what I want. I can always tell him this is what I want. And yes, just like you said, me too, I've always wanted a tall, a dark man. And I got to see, mm-hmm. I've always wanted, and I got to, because me, ah, I don't know about, <laughs> I just like, I'm here to that fine, you know, I'm just like, oh, I just want my guy to be fine, you know, and God, mm-hmm. But God grants the desires of heart. But yes, there are priorities. There are mm. priorities that you want that if it does not align to God's will. So it is important to you know that it is the desires that aligns with God's will that God will grant. So if the desires you have, you know, are not in alignment with what God wants for you, sorry mm. to say, but come back to what God wants. Talk to what God wants. And it's so amazing. It's so amazing. Mm. So everything back to... Uh, positioning yourself to hear to hear god and to be ready to to walk according to his leading and according to his direction and that is so mm-hmm. fun so the last thing i would like you to tell us today is uh you know you are telling us that uh you're just you know you're small getting married you are not even you don't know anything. getting married what do i know <laughs> we we agree we are not even disputing that mm-hmm. which is fine now can you share with us what is that one thing if, if i if i will ask you there might be a lot of friends but just tell us what is that one thing you wish you wish you had known before you got married hmm. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that i know that things can change in marriage <laughs> mm. and that okay. um i wish i had known that as a single person uh marriage you put yeah. light on your deficiencies if you think that um, there are some things that there are some habits that you need to change now that you've not changed and you feel like oh when I get married I will change it to life marriage will expose light on it and it will show you up or mm. or maybe not that or maybe or maybe marriage would open up a part of you you never knew you had or a part of you that you didn't even notice about yourself it should just open it up there are so many things I didn't believe I was doing as a single person that I was going to say, ah, he <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, 
Eh? It's me that is doing these things. So if not for anything, marriage will open light on the hidden areas of your life. So a lot of time, marriage will humble you because mm. now you're living with somebody, right? Yeah. And these are basic, basic things. So I'm trying to look for the perfect word. Like marriage would on would turn on the touch light on those those parts of your life that were not so glaring. Expose right. them. Yeah. Yes, it will expose them. So if there are some attitudes that you feel like you need to drop now that you have not dropped, mm-hmm. and you feel like ah, when I get my, it's a lie, it would it will escalate, and it's even. <laughs> it's even become more right and then it is what it is but i'm i'm you know that's one of the things because everybody no matter how good they have still have their own bad spots right there are so many things i'm working on there are so many things my husband is working on my husband (laughs) is a very straight to the point kind of person it, it doesn't mind what and me i'm a teacher i'm a tutor i like to i'll tell you the truth right but i'll tell you in a, in a very nice way that you will feel good but you are still hearing the truth my husband will give it to you bam <laughs> i have to tell you that excuse please we need to balance so you will shift grounds a lot you would shift grounds a lot you would shift expect things will not run your way never you will shift yeah. ground a lot you know things will not run your way if you think that oh you want everything to run your way so you f- because the single hood courtship is different from marriage right you know when you are still in courtship it does everything for you now that you're in marriage you will shift ground <laughs> but it's not like it will be terrible things but there are things that you will need to adjust about yourself you need to step up right need to step up you need to you would need to step up he will need to step up he would also shift grounds right because now he's my husband and you know i have to be extra careful he's not just my husband he's my pastor right and i must be able to define those those um positions clearly i must set boundaries between those positions clearly he's my husband and he's my pastor at the same time you know sometimes i make fun that ha and i'm sleeping with my pastor Right, right. So I have to. It's even more delicate for people that marry men of God, right? So you have to be very careful. You know, marriage would it will expose you. That is the word. It will expose the real you. The real you. It will expose you, and you know, your husband will find out some things about it. I'll be like, eh, on norms, on norms. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> And you will, are you too, you will find out things about him like, ah, ah, oh, poor, oh, poor, for pastor. <laughs> you know, but the good part is that we are all different human beings and our differences come together to beautify us. Now we're already thinking alike, reasoning alike. There are many decisions that I'll make now that naturally that's the decision he will make because we've been living together now yeah. for a long time. And then um, it's it, that, so that, I think that's one thing that i wish i knew about marriage that it's it will expose you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was so profound for me personally because yes 
trust me there's some things too that i feel i should really adjust on i feel like okay maybe when i get married after i'm not married ah, everybody should just calm down jerry but now yeah. that you said it yeah. it's not like this really hearing it that marriage will expose you you know but it's just it's it's, it's differently it it's differently trust me and you know that is another point for me to really hotel so that i can i can really work on so thank you for sharing that with me thank you <laughs> and for sharing that with all of us so is isn't this so beautiful that we didn't just bring a woman of god but we also brought a pastor's wife a geo's wife so as she's mm-hmm. educating us you know the relationship as well she's also she's also educating the pastor's wife in to be you know, mm-hmm. you know that yeah, maybe God has been telling you to marry pastor. You're like, ah, I don't see. I you know, I saw you marry pastor. Hey, is it sweet? I will not. Hey, it's very sweet though. <laughs> Although the responsibilities are there, you automatically step into the position of motherhood, no matter how. You just step into it. You take full responsibility. You know, responsibilities here and there, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Oh, that- that is an encouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you so so much. This has been an amazing. Yeah. It's well spent. I mean, this is 60 minutes, 20 seconds, 21 in my screen, and mm-hmm. and this is amazing. As though we should just continue. Do you know that even though we are friends, this sharing this story looks like makes it look like I don't even know you. It makes yeah. it look so so new and beautiful trust me so i feel like no matter how much you, you share this story it will still keep blessing lives no matter about your relationship and how god you know take you from being a single to a married woman miraculously it will always be a miracle and yeah. thank you so much with these testimonies thank you for making it it's just a it's, it's a lively session <laughs> i love yeah. how, how I love how realistic you are and I love how honest you are about sharing all these good stuff with us. We do not take mm-hmm. it for granted. Thank you Thank so you. much. So Thank today, you. I knew I made the right decision. I knew God instructed me to bring you here. You know, I was just thinking about it randomly and your name just came to my spirit. I was like, okay, okay, now mm-hmm. this woman is, but let's see how we can make this happen. And yeah, mm-hmm. you are here. Yes, so uh, my, my pleasure. It's a privilege. Thank you. Thank you for sparing, you know, one hour of time to be here. And I'm so glad that this is going to bless lives. Not even now, but, you know, even years to come. People that anytime people listen to this, it will continue to bless them. So I can't wait to people. I can't wait for people to hear this. I'm so excited. I can uh-huh. assure you. I'm going to listen to this over and over and over again before I publish it because I'm <laughs> ready and I'm so blown away. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. It was uh-huh. so having you on the show today. So, guys, thank you, thank you so much. And yes, I'll show to super adventure you know my listeners are like they just love this woman of God and they would like to just connect with her. How can we connect with you? Well, my name is Hannah Musa on all social media platforms. So we get to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Hannah Amuso. Okay. Yes, my he- my email, hannahamuso8 at gmail.com. My website is currently currently um being worked upon. So in a few in a few weeks from now it should be up and um out. But there, there's a lot in stock. I don't want to talk too much. There's a lot in stock. And I trust God to give me strength to 
you know, pull out everything that I need to do. But if you need to reach me, Hannah Amazon or social media platforms. Thank you so much. So, guys, I want you to follow her. Did I tell you that I have your message, love quote? I have mm-hmm. it. I really? went to the site. I went to the IG, CC, CCC, right? I went to the mm-hmm. IG and then I got the link, downloaded mm-hmm. messages. Oh, I trust you were like, blessed. I was super blessed. I was super blessed. I was like, yes, that is my friend. Ah, ah. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad and I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful. Thank you so Thank much you. for being a blessing. Word for being a mother. I mean, it's it's a it's a privilege doing life with you, and I do not take it for granted. I'm saying this openly. I'm I confess my love in you, and I'm not sure about it because you are just so beautiful that way <laughs> so thank you so much for coming we love you we celebrate you and we hope that when next we call you you will you will, you will answer us <laughs> okay so thank you so much and please kindly extend my greetings to reverend yes Tell i will that, of you, that we can yeah. see the good see the good lord walking through him we can see all the goodness <laughs> Yeah, so Reverend is doing a good work. Yeah, he is. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. And yeah, right. do. Okay, bye. Right. Bye. Thank you. Hey, one, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming. We love you and celebrate you. See, until I come again, your waste next week. Keep living and keep loving. I love you so much. Bye.